something. Hello. This is Sophie. She is a geotechnical engineer. Hi, ah, you've done this before. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay. Welcome to the Art and Podcast. A podcast that asks, what do you do? And can that be called art? And can you be called an artist for doing that? In this episode, we chat to Sophie about the peril of slopes and the art of taming the earth under our feet, otherwise known as geotechnical engineering. Um, so what is... What, what is geotechnical engineering? <laughs> um, it is the... So it's like all infrastructure is comes into contact with the ground at some point. So All my, infrastructure? All infrastructure. Like you talk, because I'm like, right, roads and, yeah, like, and everything. Yeah, basically the built environment. So that um, includes buildings? Yeah, everything. Oh, right, okay. Everything that's, like, constructed comes in contact with the ground and then it's essentially my job to assess the ground to, like, see how it's going to behave once we start building something on it, changing oh, cool. it in some way. So, like, um, this, this road here would have had to have someone... We're walking in the park, right? Yeah. So this this road we're walking on would have had to have someone like you come along and say, you can build that road there, but you should know in a couple of years the left side's going to go down. Yeah, essentially. I mean, we kind of do um, uh, like huge highway schemes like, for example, like the dueling of the A9 is one of the projects that we work on in the What's office. That? So the A9 goes from Perth to Inverness. Yeah. Um, and the, currently it's just like some sections of it are two lanes, some are not. Um, so we're one of Transport Scotland who like run all the infrastructure, like Transport Infrastructure for Scotland, want to duel the whole thing all the way up to Inverness to improve journey times up north. So they want so, both, both, they want the whole way up there to be two lanes? Yeah. Right. So what have you got to do to make that happen? Basically do a lot of investigation, a lot of route planning because... Um, yeah, to get the best route option. And there's a lot of environmental studies as well because obviously you're impacting on the environment when you go into kind of extending the corridor. Um, and there's a lot of huge rock cuts along there which need to get extended so they might be blasted and cut back. Right, because you're going through like uh, some bit of a quarry or something or you're going through... Just going through like the natural landscape which Which is dug in from yeah. the road being there before, right. Yeah, and then next to railways and things like that. So, um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's um, it's really wide-ranging, but, um, yeah, I do a lot of uh, slope stability stuff, like landslides. That's so, your specialty? Yeah, that's Slopes. what. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's what I do, so. Hey, Sophie, what's on your mind? Slopes! To what are you inclined? Slopes! Sophie, what gives you thrills? Slopes! Sophie, what pays the bills? Slopes! I, yeah, all my projects are kind of uh, slope stability. So a slope's fallen down, um, it's impacted on a road at the top of it. Maybe there was a road and um, it's been undermined, or at the bottom of it there was a road and now like it's covered in... How can a road be undermined? 
Um, so the ground basically just gives away. All right, so underneath, so it's not something that, like there's mining going on. Oh no. Undermine. Um, I mean, it's the same the concept because right, you're okay, taking, yeah. taking something away from Sorry. beneath it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I uh, yeah I do a lot of like kind of I guess you would call them like natural uh, natural slopes. So like um, a coastal slope has failed because of a storm event, not necessarily failed because someone's come along and kind Dunce of it. done something to it. But, um, so like a, stor- a storm comes along and undercuts some of the um, the coast, coastal erosion basically. Uh, yeah, that's part of it as well. And an immediate kind of, of um, event. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's usually to do with water, so if... Um, the ground doesn't really like having a lot of water. Yeah. Well, no, the, the ground doesn't mind. It's just that if you... <laughs> the ground's like, oh, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you go for it. Build your roads. If you have something that's like on a steep slope and you put a lot of water on it, it doesn't want to stay there. You can imagine, like, yeah, you can imagine trying to, I don't know, pile up some sand and then pouring water on it and it kind of like failing. So, yeah. But like, yeah, right, cool. But what, like, are you out there in your hiking boots looking at the ground with some instruments? Are you yeah. like looking at maps? Like what, what, what's your, what, what happens in the morning? Like what happens in the afternoon? Yeah, so like we, um, it really depends on the project, but uh, we look at geology maps. Um, yeah. We look at historical maps because sometimes that tells you a lot about what's happened on the site. All right, like historical as far back to when, like. Well, usually around like the 1850s. We don't really have many maps before then, or many really? like. 1840, yeah. 1850s. 1850s, 1850s, roughly. So that's wow. when maps started becoming. Cool. Yeah, that's when. I mean, you've got like you've got you've got some really really early maps, but they won't. They're not really very detailed or like scale. Sometimes is a little bit weird. Yeah. Um. But then the 1850s, they got got good. And then the OS, yeah, and then the Russians started mapping everything. So that's quite. The good. Russians did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Those they, Russians. They're involved in the infrastructure of everything, aren't they? Yeah. Now they're mapping the internet, probably. It was good, like, now that, um, yeah, now that we can just use Russian military maps of Scotland and stuff. No way! Quite, yeah, it's Scotland? Quite, yeah, yeah, it's quite oh, funny. Oh, they're doing, doing military maps of Scotland? Like, during the war and stuff. Yeah. I during, saw, whoa, 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 come here. Wait, so like, during World Wars, the World Wars? World yeah, War, yeah, World War II, yeah. They were doing maps of Scotland? Yeah. I saw one Covid. recently. Yeah. In a, I saw an exhibition of maps in the West End of Glasgow and it had a Russian map of Glasgow city centre. It yeah. was hilarious. Like, it was it's so good, much it's more detailed. Russian names and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's Glasgow, but it's all, they all named it in Russian, obviously. What did they name it? Well, I guess they Do you named it. The, the words. They must have named the features like, I don't know, whatever it, whatever it was, like Cotton Mill or whatever. They would have said that in Russian. Ask Jeeves, Echo Sia, and DuckDuckGo. Ask.com, like us, Bing, and DuckDuckGo. Yahoo! Ask Jeeves, Echo Sia, When I'm surfing the web. Yahoo! Ask.com, like us, Bing, I googled it and it said. Yahoo! All right, so I yahooed. Because um, I think everyone Googles things, so I yahooed oh, them. Oh, okay. 
Just cause give Yahoo a chance. I think it's important. <laughs> Are they still going? Yeah, they're still there. Good for them. Yeah, it's very like Google, just with purple rather than white. <laughs> so I Yahoo geotechnical engineering, and I came the first few hits where uh, a website with lots of, lots of pictures of tunnels. Yeah. Um, website selling loads of measuring tools. Oh yeah. And uh, electronics. Yeah. Like, oh, like almost like computer chipboard stuff. Yeah. You probably know what the actual word for that is, right? But, um, and then there was um, what else was there? There was, uh, oh, there was a, a Wikipedia page that was all about uh, earthquakes, um, uh, soil movement. And uh, then there was also a website about boasting about like, oh, we'll help builders find all the hazards that might be on their site. Um, does, that, does that make sense? Yeah. Right. And which one of those do you do? <laughs> I guess... Um, Earthquakes, right? So it's kind of funny because I work in consultancy, which is essentially like, like there's no like physical thing that I could be like, I do that. Like it's, I advise people, write lots of reports, do a lot of analysis, um, and basically help the client, which might be a local government or it might be a private client. Usually, a lot of the work in Scotland is based in the public sector, so a lot of our work is, look, yeah, like local government or Network Rail, Transport Scotland, people like that, like public bodies. Yeah. Um, who want to maintain, build new infrastructure? Um, basically, advise them how to how to do that, how to best go about building new infrastructure, um, keeping the infrastructure they have working properly. So that could be like designing remediation, which we do. So what? We, we design so remediation. Is that what you said? Yeah. I don't know what that means. So if a slope falls down, you yeah. need to put it back together again. Um, so what we would do is we would design some stabilisation measures to put it back up. Um, or, like, lots of different... We do, like, so many different things in terms of, like... Um, yeah, like, our advice is really wide-ranging from how best to manage assets to, like, kind of nitty-gritty, like, design and... So... If Transport for Scotland or one of the other many of the clients that come to you come to you with a job and they go, hey Sophie, we want you to do this um, and it just happens to be your favourite kind of one of these jobs, <laughs> what are they going to say to you? Well, at least I'm done. Um, um, trying to think of an example. Um, an example of like a project that I worked on recently was... Um, you know the uh, active travel charity, Sustrans? Yeah. I've heard of them, yeah, yeah. So they had a cycle path, um, which part of it, part of the cycle path was an embankment, so it's like built up ground, um, like man-made, like soil, big pile of soil. Um, and it failed because um, there was a big flood, the embankment held back lots of water, and then breached, so it all kind of like came through the other side um, and caused a big mess. Um, and Sustrans are like, we want to reopen our path, um, so we need someone to come in and tell us 
you know, what's what's happened here and how to fix it. So we did a condition survey, which was everything from measuring all the features, taking lots of photographs of all the features, doing some analysis, like on a computer, using different software programs to figure out how it failed, and then giving them some advice on... Um, how to fix it, how to put it back, how to reopen the path. Right, right, right. So they basically just said, we need a condition report, we need to understand the state of this embankment. You need to yeah. understand how can we put the slope back in or yeah. this, this man-made hill back in yeah. without the water dripping out everywhere. Yeah, yeah stopping it happening again, presumably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that was their kind of like brief to us was, uh, we wanna, we want to understand how to fix the embankment and then we told them and as part of that we recommended that they do a flood risk assessment so they understand the risk of their asset to future floods um, so that's not something that I do but it's something that like my the company that I work for does because it's like a different branch of uh, the company so it's like advice on how to manage your asset against flooding which so your is asset is their asset is their um, path. path yeah right okay yeah. That's like the consultancy speak. Yeah. Your asset. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's weird actually. Your because, possessions. Uh, your possessions, yeah. the things that you own, that path yeah. you own. So strange. Yeah. But, but it, yeah, it could be all sorts of things. It could be. Yeah, it could be anything. It could be stock or it could be buildings or it could be. Yeah. yeah. But where did the transport, or sorry, not intimating who might have done something wrong, but. The people who built that path, did they not get someone like you there before to check out whether that slope well, would be all right? So what's quite often the case is that um, things get repurposed. So um, the actual cycle path now, which you'll know from like cycling around yourself, was an old railway line. Um, sure. So I do lot, now. I know yeah, that now. A lot of like um, paths. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of like paths are old. Yeah, old railway lines, sure. um, which have got closed, sadly. Uh, but um, so yeah, so it was. It had been engineered like I don't know, uh, like like the late eighteen hundreds or something. Okay, right. When a lot of the railways were built. Here's Roy. To what extent do you or your company? Are you able to like push your values on a project? So like, yeah. say electric vehicles. If your client, the client may or may not be interested in that, but your company is. Yeah. Is it acceptable for you to like push a certain thing? Yeah, it's a funny one. Um, I think at my level, I'm pretty much only. Uh, responsible for or like can have influence on the types of projects that I do yeah. as a company like I mean it's a huge company that I work for and we'll be trying to lead the kind of lead the way in terms of um, innovation or like future technology and things like that um, so we'll be outwardly seeking to do that lovely dog <laughs> he's like he wanted your light yeah he saw my light and he was like hey <laughs> yeah yeah but then me you know what i do is like um 
I've been quite lucky and I've managed to create a bit of a niche for myself right. and I do I, I, I really do projects that I believe in That's um, great. and I, I think have real community benefit right. um, but that's it's kind of luck and also like well, you've obviously manufactured luck yeah you yeah. can't just make that happen yeah so that sounds like a great thing to film as you time <laughs> I mean cool. I used to do like when I first started out I used to do kind of defence projects and stuff and work in power right. and, yeah. um, one one of the yeah when I was starting out one of the reasons I chose to leave my previous company was that I I felt like I couldn't escape that um that field of work and it yeah. was something I really didn't believe in I really wasn't like you know I don't I don't know why we have to have nuclear weapons and I don't sure. I don't believe in you know yeah and all then, that stuff because so. I've noticed that we were at this big trades fair and uh, lots of defense uh, companies were there and it just occurred to me that like wow most of the engineering people come out of engineering degrees will go into defense yeah or it used to be oil and gas Oil and gas, yeah, yeah, and that's even improving now. So who knows? Because yeah. one of the things that came up when I was Google, when I was, I wasn't googling, I was Yahooing. Uh, technical. <laughs> it's so like ingrained. You <laughs> See what I mean? That's you why I'm fighting it. <laughs> like you can Yahoo things, you can loads of other services. Um, uh, was the offshore thing? Yeah. That, obviously, that's hugely important. I yeah. mean, that's cool. As far as I'm concerned, a lot of ways to, if your job is to make sure the people who are doing that job, that it's safe to stand on that platform. That's that's yeah. that's noble in its own way. Yeah. Um, whereas the extraction of the fuels is another thing. Yeah, I mean we have a we have a team in the office, uh, like that sit in the ground engineering. So I, I sit in a team called ground engineering, and um, there's a little even more subdivided than that who do offshore engineering. Sure. But they do uh, offshore wind farms. Oh, right. So they are involved in the design of foundations. For offshore wind farms, so. So there's like propeller wind farms sticking in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Where are they? Uh, all off the like in the North Sea. Um, right. There's some in the Irish Sea. There's some um, in the like in the Channel. Uh, there's all this English infrastructure Channel. that you wouldn't know in the bay. It's mad, I isn't know. it? Especially at sea. Even just the idea of a transatlantic cable blows my well, mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's decade. That's 100 years old, probably, is it? Yeah. There Yeah, the cables under the Atlantic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for communication, that's been around for a long time. Yeah, for a while, eh? If you go to Blackpool, you can see offshore. Yeah. Can you? Aberdeen oh. as well. Yeah. You can see them. Right. They must be massive. It's what, yeah, it's what Donald Trump was raging about, because he, what is it, he wanted to buy the golf course in Troon, I think. All right. But you could see offshore wind farms and he was like this is an eyesore no one's going to want to play golf when they can see offshore wind farms um, so he was raging about that is <laughs> he hoping to get them removed well he, well, he was campaigning that they uh, maybe this was before that they were gotten uh, yeah, right before they were being yeah. Right, right, yeah, just that makes sense the idea of it. but yeah, yeah well. so apparently they're an eyesore to him and on his golf course a lot of people would say that he's a nice host. Well, nice this is it, isn't it? Like, you know. Takes one, takes one to know one, though, I and suppose, isn't it? coal mines are ugly, and you want to make more coal mines. Does he want to make more coal mines? Yeah, he loves oh, coal. Wow. Bloody loves it. That's what he's getting for Christmas, I hope. Wow, yeah.
art and art and art and art and art and uh, right the art quiz so there's seven questions and uh, they are a mixture of things here we go question one do you apply creativity in your job uh, yeah cool so like we talk about that like it's in like your everyday reporting and everything yeah yeah there's definitely creative elements you can choose what to pick and what to what yeah, to report on it's kind of up to you how yeah. yeah how you tackle how you tackle the problem is up to you and it, that's definitely you can everyone does have their own style is what i've noticed i've definitely got a style right. in the way that i do things the way that i report things because i'll read something that someone else has done and be like oh do i not like this just because it's not the way i would do it you know like it's not in your do own right, kind of yeah. way it's which your is a bit, slant on it yeah which is a bit control freaky and then you have to kind of be a bit like everyone's oh, got their own style it's your it's opinion though your, isn't it yeah so yeah i, I would say so i like that yeah that feels uh, quite artistic so um, you said um like a lot of your job is communicating yeah. what you do uh, and is that sure. mostly through writing and images? Yeah, writing, drawing, Presentations? Presentations, yeah. Oh, right. Speaking. Because yeah. we went, uh, once I met you and you've been like doing a consultation with yeah. communities. Yeah. Which sounded quite Yeah. Hard. So um, one of the jobs I worked on was landslide, which cut off a village. Um, and we did a lot of community engagement because people were really, really angry, obviously, that the road was closed and they couldn't get to their houses, understandably. They were angry about that. That's um, but, but we kind of did a community engagement to, to kind of t- tell them about the risks and what we were worried about. Like, you know, we could open the road again, but we're really worried that all these rocks are going to fall down or the slope's going to fall down and potentially bury people underneath it. That kind of thing. So... Um, yeah, we did community engagement to basically so people could ask any questions that they wanted to, and right. it kind of helped to make people feel a bit more safe in their own homes, and also just that people were listening to them, you know. Yeah, and dispel any myths that we might be spreading. Well, yeah, yeah, and you know, to to put a face to the name because a lot of the time, you know, the council might be, you know, we've got we've got our technical experts involved and they're like who are these people what are you you've just yeah. made up some stuff yeah yeah um we're like no we're here we're doing this uh this is what this is what our plan is um and uh, i think it helps you know which leads me easy. on to the second question really naturally which is can what you do be put on display to an audience uh yeah like a can, yeah which mostly does yeah actually i was down in london last week week before last um, giving a talk about one of my projects um, to a room full of people who, yeah. So, yeah, I gave a little presentation. Yeah. Um, Which is a normal occurrence for you. Is that like a random thing? It's quite often you have to do that. Um, yeah, it's quite a common thing, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the first time I'd done that. So, basically, it entered into an award. Um, and, yeah, so it had to give a presentation. Nice. Did you win the award? I didn't know. Ah, oh, the bastards. Wait till I hear this podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. We should have got this we out before in time for the award ah. season. When's the award season? <laughs> I don't know. When was the... Oscar time. Is it, like, Oscar end time. of summer? Is it summer? Is no, it's spring. spring. Well, the acting was in spring. We talked about that uh, briefly. Uh, well, I don't know. I think it could be. Right, but you didn't experience but it to I, be yeah. the case. Right, well... I, yeah, I do think it could be. Okay. 
Well, I suppose what you're saying it should be. Yeah, I think it should be. Right, cool. Um, okay, the fourth question. Does um, geotechnical engineering have like a hive mind community where, hey, oh, I've got this problem. I might call someone else to ask them about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, definitely. Has um, that happened? There's lots of different groups of people. We have, obviously, we have the Institute of Civil Engineers. Uh, we have the British Geotechnical Association. We've got um, a regional group, so there's like a Scottish geotechnical group. Um, and we quite often organise, well, I don't, but the group organise talks. Right. Um, so we always, are, like as a community, we're always sharing our projects with each other and being like, I did this cool thing, I'm going to do a presentation on it. Um, and we're always, yeah, and is always that sharing awesome? things. Is that like a monthly thing? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Because that's a lot of what makes what we do fun, is that it's a community that you're engaged with all the time and you're sharing yeah. ideas and bouncing off each other. And yeah. if you don't know what to do with something, you'll ask, oh, that guy's good at... Um, I'm thinking of uh, like technical stuff or digital stuff within uh, uh, projection or something in theatre. And you're like, oh, ask him yeah, or her totally. or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, did you have you ever done work in uh, your geotechnical engineering career that um, has just been for the exposure to get yourself your name out there? Oh, totally, yeah. Really, yeah. Yeah, well, um, yeah, like there's an element of um, to be uh, a member of the institute. Yeah. There's an element of like they call it professional commitment, but it's basically doing stuff for free. Right, um, so it is for free. Okay. <laughs> um, you're just kind of join committees and uh, you're active in yeah promoting the industry, I guess. Um, and then yeah, like doing doing talks and things like that. I don't explicitly get paid to do them, but they're not within it's your. Kind it's of, not an extra for what you're doing. You yeah, it's kind of just all. Yeah. Um, part of like you promote like just advancing your career and kind of making a name for yourself I guess yeah okay that does um, exist yeah because I mean that's a lot of what artists have to do I think yeah when they're starting now and even after that so you're often asked to do things for the exposure yeah it's often just, a selling point which is kind of a, a gripe a lot of the time yeah <laughs> also getting to know people as well like sure that's the best part of doing that stuff I think is that you do you do the talk or you do the thing and fair enough people um, might remember your name or whatever but the chat that you get around it and the people that you get to meet because you've done that is really really interesting yeah and serves you well for your community you know yeah so whenever you need help or whatever might be down the line you're like oh I know yeah. that person um, yeah the sixth question is could you have ever told yourself to have been an emerging geotechnical engineer? Or were you just, one day you were a geotechnical engineer? Uh, well, with, um, with any type of engineering, you, uh, you start off as a graduate. So you, you come out of uni, you get your first job, and you usually get on like a training scheme or something like that. Right. Um, you start off as a graduate. And then you're kind of always 
progressing towards getting chartered. Right, so um, chartered is to go the Holy Grail or something. Yeah, so then you become a chartered engineer. Um, you're on the list. Yeah, you're on the list, and then if you fuck up, you know. Really? Next on the line there. Well, no, not really. Oh, in what do you mean? There's, actually, there's actually a line, people went out, went in. No. No, right, okay. <laughs> but you could be off the list. You could, yeah, you right, could okay. get struck off. Um, I don't believe anything sorry. you say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about you. Don't know so, like, when you become chartered, it's a step up in responsibilities as well as some kudos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the. Uh, in, in some countries, there's you literally have to take out your own insurance because uh, you signing off a document is like, you know, you're putting your profe- you're putting your professional name on the line. Sure. Yeah. Signing off that, but it's not like that in the UK. And the name of the institute. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you've managed to, you know, bluff them into thinking you're legit and actually you're a total cowboy. Um, yeah, you just completely for- forged your documents and everything. Yeah. Um, the last question is, when your parents are telling their friends about what you do, do you think they can actually describe what you do? Uh, <laughs> um, I think they could give it a good stab, but like... I mean, I couldn't tell you what they do, so... <laughs> right, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. Well, <laughs> uh, I, it's quite fun, actually. I quite often ask uh, Jamie, like, to describe what I do. And it's, right, it's yeah. nice to hear, like, what other people think you do, because... Yeah. Uh, like, obviously they don't mean to, but it's, like, quite a simplistic version of what you do. Yeah, of I'm course, sure, like, yeah. everyone gets that, like, you know... Yeah. Um, and it, sometimes that's quite nice. You just think, imagine if that actually was my job. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or that's probably like 10%, 10% of what I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, I do, yeah, no, it, it, I mean, I don't even know if I know what, or like, yeah, <laughs> it's, that's hard, isn't it? Do you have like a sentence ready? Like, say, oh, like, uh, hi, I'm Ronan, and we just met, and we're in the pub, and we're like, oh, what do you do, geotechnology, what's that? I just say it's uh, usually it depends depends how how interested they are. If they're like just asking out of politeness, I'll be like, "That's a funny oh, thing with that question, anyway, isn't it?" We got it. I'll be like, "It's it's uh, it's anything to do with the ground, like, or if they're actually interesting, maybe I'll just kind of describe it." It's usually easier to describe it in the frame of like a project that you've worked yeah, on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and like say, "This is what I did." Right. with this project and this is or, and like related to something that you know people know about like um, are you ready for the results of your art quiz okay yeah well did we get clear yes no answers there oh god <laughs> yeah okay except good. for one okay um, you scored six out of seven that's uh, yes. very high that's I think that we've had as high as that before have we uh, not sure yeah five and four is a thing normally so if you like if it's of interest they, to like, you. legit answers though <laughs> <laughs> were they legit answers yeah yeah although, believable well that's for the the listeners of this podcast to, to ah, find okay, out yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I believe them because I said <laughs> I believe everything you say <laughs> but no so you can if you would like call what you do artistic cool would you have said that before anyway uh, probably not quite a heavy word isn't it? yeah yeah it is it's a funny conversation to have isn't it 
Um, the reason these questions are chosen is because they apply very much to what I feel like what I do. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the general gist of what I do in seven questions. In a mixture of deep and very shallow <laughs> um, thoughts. Do you think your parents can describe what you do? No. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Art and Podcast. Thanks so much to Sophie for taking time to tell us about geotechnical engineering. This is the last episode in the series for now, and we hope you've enjoyed it. Everyone we've interviewed so far has turned out to be an artist, which begs the question, could you be an artist? Probably. This is the outro. This is the outro. You have to now go. You have to now go. Goodbye. Goodbye.